Life Audio. The Bible Study Podcast, episode 838. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Psalms with Psalm 102. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Before we get to Psalm 102, let's hear from our sponsor. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Psalm 102 is a prayer for an afflicted person who has grown weak and pours out a lament before the Lord. Interestingly specific, considering how many psalms don't have some sort of description like this. Hear my prayer, Lord. Let let my cry for help come to you. Do not hide your face from me. When I am in distress, turn your ear to me. When I call, answer me quickly. For my days vanish like smoke, my bones burn like glowing embers, my heart is blighted and withered like grass. I forget to eat my food, in my distress I groan aloud, am reduced to skin and bones. I am like a desert owl, like an owl among the ruins. I lie awake, I have become like a bird alone on a roof. All day long my enemies taunt me, those who rail against me use my name as a curse. For I eat ashes as my food and mingle my drink with tears because of your great wrath. For you have taken me up and thrown me aside. My days are like the evening shadow. I wither away like grass. But you sit, Lord, enthroned forever. Your renown endures through all generations. You will arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to show favor to her. The appointed time has come, for her stones are dear to your servants. 
her very dust moves them to pity. The nations will fear the name of the Lord. All the kings of the earth will revere your glory. For the Lord will rebuild Zion and appear in his glory. He will respond to the prayer of the destitute. He will not despise their plea. Let this be written for a future generation, that a people not yet created may praise the Lord. The Lord looked down from his sanctuary on high. From heaven he viewed the earth to hear the groans of the prisoners and release those condemned to death. So the name of the Lord will be declared in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem when the peoples and the kingdoms assemble to worship the Lord. In the course of my life, he broke my strength. He cut short my days. So I said, do not take me away, my God, in the midst of my days. Your years go on through all generations. In the beginning, you laid the foundations of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like clothing you will change them, and they will be discarded. But you remain the same, and your years will never end. The children of your servants will live in your presence. Their descendants will be established before you. As I read this first part of this psalm, I wonder as someone who is not afflicted with depression, if this is what depression feels like. If this is, and and some of you I know can tell me for sure, but the psalmist here is in agony, and the psalmist here is pouring out his is pouring out his heart to God, asking for God to hear him and no longer to hide his face. Turn your ear to me when I call. Answer me quickly. Feeling abandoned. And then there's these phrases here, and this was what makes me think of depression here. My days are like smoke, my bones like glowing embers, my heart is blighted and withered, I forget to eat my food, I groan aloud, I'm reduced to skin and bones. I'm, And then there are a number of different examples here that I thought were interesting. I'm like a desert owl, like an owl among the ruins. And I think of that that desert owl that's out there where there is nothing. What does it feel like? Is that the feeling of abandonment that the psalmist is feeling at that point? Like a bird alone on a roof. And is that the lack of companionship? It, birds certainly spend a lot of time on roofs, so it certainly doesn't seem like a problem. But a bird alone on a roof is this this feeling of aloneness, this feeling of depression. One of the reasons I point this out is that some of you feel this way and some of you wonder if anyone understands and the psalmist is one of those people who does and god is someone who does all day long my enemies taunt me those who rail against me use my name as a curse how how bad are things when your name is literally a curse when people use your name and think of someone who is in such bad shapes that they say, may you be like Chris. And people go, oh my gosh, that's a terrible curse. That would be bad. That would be very, very bad. Eating ashes as food, mingling my drink with tears. But then the only thing we have in the psalm that I spotted that gives us any clue into what's going on 
or what the psalmist thinks is going on is because of your great wrath for you have taken me up and thrown me aside. So the psalmist feels that God is angry with him. Now, is God angry with him and the psalmist knows it? Has he done something to make God angry or does he just feel that way? And I don't know. Like We can't tell because we can't get in the psalmist's head. We try to, of course, but these psalms, as public as they are, are surprisingly also very personal. They were written by someone feeling something at a particular time. We welcome them and embrace them and use them because so many of the emotions that are being felt are universal. My days are like the evening shadow, like the evening shadow. They're, they're going away. They're fading. I will wither away like grass. But then the psalmist remembers, and this is one of those forms of psalms we've talked about so often, that the psalmist is in the depths of despair, but is reminded that God is still there. But you, Lord, sit enthroned forever. Now, this is going to go into a different part of the psalm, obviously, but also what does God sitting enthroned have to do with all these ways that I'm feeling? And we've talked about it before of putting what you know ahead of how you feel. That I feel this way, but I know this. And the psalmist is doing that again here. You will arise and have compassion on Zion. It is time to show favor to her. Now he's talking more corporately. Is this because the psalmist is writing as Israel or for Israel, feeling abandoned, that God is angry, and that God will come and come back to his people or that God will draw his people back to him more accurately? You'll arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to show favor to her. The appointed time has come. And so maybe that personal feeling we were getting in that first part is very personal, but the psalmist is feeling the rejection of God because of God's anger. And we know in the time of Psalms, when these were being written, what happens that makes God angry with his people. And so often it's that they have abandoned him. But God is enthroned forever. But God is still there. For her stones are dear to your servant. Her very dust moves them to pity. The nations will fear the name of the Lord. All the kings of the earth will revere your glory. For the Lord will rebuild Zion. So God is going to rebuild what was torn down. And I think of that personally when we're in those times of depression, those times of distress, that assurance that God is still there and that God can and wants to rebuild. For the Lord will rebuild Zion and appear in his glory. He will respond to the prayer of the destitute. He will not despise their plea. And so God is listening. Even when we feel like we're eating ashes, even when it feels like we're drifting away, even it feels like we're very, very, very alone. Let this be written for a future generation that a people not yet created may praise the Lord. Hey, that includes us. We are part of that future generation that the psalmist was looking forward to. And so the psalmist wrote this so that we would remember to praise the Lord. The Lord looked down from his sanctuary on high. From heaven he viewed the earth to hear the groans of the prisoners and release those condemned to death. 
Now, as somebody who spent a considerable amount of time in prison ministry, those words jump out at me, but it's also talking metaphorically about those who have been in bondage. It might be real bondage, it might be real prison, it might be psychological bondage, but who are feeling trapped, who are feeling like prisoners, that God is listening and hearing those pleas. So the name of the Lord will be declared in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem when the peoples and the kingdoms assemble to worship the Lord. This picture that this psalmist is now presenting of of all the people gathering to worship the Lord, people from kingdoms near and far. In the course of my life, he broke my strength. He cut short my days. So again, the psalmist feeling that rejection by God. So I said, do not take me away, my God, in the midst of my days. Your years go on through all generations. In the beginning, you laid the foundations of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will wear out like a garment. Like clothes, you will change them and they will be discarded. But you remain the same and your years will never end. The children of your servants will live in your presence. The descendants will be established before you. In the midst of all I feel, in the midst of all that's going on, in the midst of feeling abandoned, in the midst of depression, in the midst of discouragement, God is still there and God remains. And may we take hold of that fact. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on this podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry. Your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus. So ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.